And we're back, Stripe Show podcast on a Tuesday. I'm your host, Travis Fulton. Thank you for making us part of your day. You can see some new cameras there in the backdrop. The new TF Golf Studio brought to you by About Golf Simulators. Loving mine as I've moved a lot of my teaching here in Ponte Vedra Beach, Florida into my studio as I continue to layer in more technology. You'll be seeing a lot of new content coming out of here as I use my new toy from About Golf Simulators. Fantastic product. So big week this week, the Masters. We've made it, folks. The first major of the year up in Augusta, Georgia. Good podcast yesterday with Kurt Byram as we kind of look back at the um, Valero Texas Open. Of course, J.J. Spahn got the win. This win gets him now into the field at Augusta, making it 91 players, assuming that Tiger Woods makes it to his Thursday tee time. All systems go since arriving at Augusta. He's played now, I believe, a couple nine-hole rounds. He's walking. I don't see any um, really hitch to his gait pattern like we saw at the PNC. He looks healthy. He looks fit. He looks happy. He's smiling, seeing everybody out there, acknowledging the crowd as a this new version, if you will, of Tiger Woods uh, continues to roll on. I love it. People seem to love it. He has officially got rock star status. He was already one of the most popular, if not the most popular, recognized athlete in the world. He certainly is now. Monday, practice round at Augusta, and they're lined up six or seven deep all the way up, number one <laughs> fairway. Just an incredible scene in course. Of course, this is just you know, terrific news uh, for the game of golf to have Tiger back in the mix. This is, um, you know, really kind of the kickoff, I think, to the golf season. Many of you out there still a little bit of winter weather lingering. I know in the Northeast, um, there's been some cold weather, rain, potential snow in the higher elevation. I was talking with my family in the Northwest. It's still snowing on the ski hills. So, you know, spring is near. We're starting to think about our own golf games. And look, here's the deal. I've got my new website, travisfoltongolf.com. You need to go check it out. All my new training programs are up. I'm adding another one here in the next 10 days. It's called 150 Yards on In. Send me an email and let me know what you want to work on. And I'll steer you in the right direction. My email, ready for this? Travis at travisfoltongolf.com. That's Travis at TravisFultonGolf.com. Send me an email. Let me know where you want to work on your game. What, what are the areas that need improvement? Maybe it's your driver. Maybe it's your irons, your short game, your putter. You want to get rid of the slice. You want to get rid of the hook. You want to be more consistent. You want more distance, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Send me an email. Say, hey, Travis, getting into the spring season. It's coming up. I need to improve in this part of the game, and I'll steer you in the right direction with my new website, new training programs, online lesson availability. Of course, if you're in the area, in-person lesson availability, I've got you covered. We're going to play great golf here in 2022. Many players in Augusta right now, they want to play great golf this week. It's time to break it down, folks, the masters. So I had to bring in the big hitter, beating the bookie joins me now here on the Stripe Show podcast. And voila, there he is, beating the bookie, just like that. 
He shows up on the Stripe Show podcast. How you doing, bud? Pretty good. Just very busy this week. I mean, obviously, I'm sure you are too. It's the premier major <laughs> of golf, you know, so a lot to talk this week. You know, Tiger's back. How is he going to look? You know, the mainstream. And this is like the one week. This is really like the one major of the year where the mainstream media, everyone's an expert uh, for this tournament. So I'm looking forward to it. I mean, they should get killer ratings, especially if Tiger yeah. makes the weekend. I mean, the ratings are going to be through the roof. Oh, yeah. I mean, any Tiger, anytime Tiger's involved, this is this is prime time. And he says it's going to be a game time decision, but he is on campus. He looks good. He's got his new shoes. How does Nike not be able to make a shoe that Tiger would be happy with at this point? I mean, they've known about this for a while, and all of a sudden, you know, Tiger's wearing a Foot Joy shoe anyway. Um, but he looks good. You know, he doesn't have that giddy up in his hitch there as he did at yeah. the PNC. Uh, he's smiling. He's played a couple nine-hole rounds. I was talking to some of my resources, and they were – talking really leading up to this tiger and Joe as caddy, they were playing 36 holes a day at times to get ready. So he's been playing a lot of golf. Now, of course, medalist where he plays is flat, but they've been trying to, you know, get some slopes in there. Um, so this is, you know, look, he's played a lot of golf leading up to this point. He has, you know, probably, I think he's always felt better than he's led on at the PNC, the way that he talked, I thought he was going to go out there, in crutches and play the way he was talking. And then he goes out there and yeah. he's ripping it past JT with his driver. So he, he's further along than he's leading on to. I, I think it's all systems go um, for Thursday to tee it up. I know it's a big week for you. Um, people, you know, they get their picks here, but you, you put out a really robust card throughout the week and also daily tell my audience how they can get your, uh, your full lineup here. Yeah, so my clients, you know, we'll do a full golf card for the Masters, as we do pretty much every PGA tournament besides a couple. But um, my my PGA package includes um, all the plays for each round, all the future plays for the entire tournament. So every day I send out an email with all of our plays on it for that day. Usually I send it out the night before, as long as there's no rain delay that you know, you know stops mm -hmm. the round from finishing, but. We have everything on there from first round leader, head to head matchups, top nationality, top 20s, top 30s, top 10s, winners, pretty much everything that, you know, you can bet on for a golf tournament we will have. Mm -hmm. So anywhere we, where we have an advantage, you know, I'll have that on our client card, but it makes it fun, you know, and it's 99.99. So you really yep. get like a lot of value because there's a lot of plays like through the, through the tournaments. I mean, we have a ton of plays, so. It'll be fun. And, um, you know, what I find out is everybody is a golf fan, like especially for the majors, um, even people who don't bet golf like all year, they always bet the majors. They always bet the masters. They love to watch it. Um, the masters especially is like really easy to follow with their app. The masters app is the best app by far, like especially with anything to do with golf, it's leagues higher than the PGA app. Um, so we'll have a lot of fun. And uh, it'll keep people entertained for four days and hopefully we yep. can get an outright winner. Yeah. The weather looks, um, there's going to be a little bit of rain. They're having some, some weird weather right now. Some uh, like a potential tornado here this afternoon. So there's some 
bad weather coming yeah. through this afternoon. Um, temperatures look pretty good, you know, on Wednesday and Thursday, a little chance of rain, I think Thursday morning, and then it kind of cools off a little bit, but the wind is going to blow. I, I think that's going to be something to pay attention to is I think it will be a little windier um, this week at Augusta and particularly it looks like on Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday it calms down and it'll be perhaps a little bit cooler on Sunday. And of course this is Augusta national. This is um, one of the, Look, you know, most recognized golf courses certainly in the world, if not the most recognized golf course uh, in the world. Every hole is just picturesque. I've walked it a few different times, never got to play it. I was talking with Kurt Byram yesterday, just, you know, like when you're there, what are some things that really stand out versus when you're watching on TV? It's really difficult to give the slope enough justice until you're there walking down number 10 until you're there walking up number one, number 18, those types. There's a lot of slope there and Tiger's going to have his work cut out for him, you know, and just, I think focusing on his, his walking pattern, which seems weird, but look, I mean, Tiger's told us that just, you know, walking is going to be the issue. Can he have the stamina and make it through for four rounds. That's something he's going to have to be thinking about. It's a big course. They, they lengthened it again. They changed number 11 a little bit on the right-hand side. We're looking over, what, 7,500 yards perhaps here into 76. Um, so this is a big golf course. Um, you know, you got the big par four, like number one, number five, number 11, the par three, fourth is a monster. So you got some big shots there. The approach play, like every week, you know, is huge. You know, you, you've got to, you've got to win with the iron game here. And we know, I think with saying that like experience is big here more so probably than any other golf course mm-hmm. playing this course, the subtleties of how to deal with these uneven lies. There's a lot of uneven lies that you have to work with here um, into the greens where to miss it is huge. Um, the short game is certainly going to play a role. And then these greens are huge. You know, they're, some of them are, are very big. They're crazy undulation. Um, number three has got to be the the most psychotic green I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> it's just nuts. Um, so you, you got to be able to kind of avoid three putts. And as Rory just said in his press conference, you know, he just kind of talked like, he's like, look, you just have to be patient. You've got to birdie the par fives and just stay away from the big numbers. Don't try to be a hero. Just be a patient and kind of plod along, shoot your 69, you know, and then just maybe take a chance when it, when it calls for it, you know, like the second shot on the, on the eighth, when you can rip your three wood up there and try to get close into those types of things. So when you watch it, when, when you watch Augusta, is this, is this your favorite beating the bookie of the majors? I mean, is this the one that kind of stands out to you? Yeah. I mean, I like the masters and the British open the most uh, just because I like the masters because it's so easy to follow like with the app and um, with a smaller field, I feel like you get like an, a more intimate feel. I love the scoreboard there also. Mm. Um, I do like it along with, you know, the British open, which I like the British open because I like to watch golf at 4am over here happening mm-hmm. live. So um, yeah, it's probably my favorite tournament. I think it's obviously the most uh, exclusive. I mean, it's the, it's the biggest tournament in golf that any player could win. Um, so 
Uh, it's definitely my favorite. Uh, I love to go to it actually. Uh, mm. So I might, might think about going to it next year. Just gotta, gotta spend about two grand for, for a ticket, uh, which I don't mind, but yeah, I'm looking forward to going to it one day. Um, and it's definitely my favorite tournament. It's the easiest to follow because you can follow, I mean, on the app, you can follow any golfer, every yeah. single shot. They have the oh, most yeah. cameras. I mean, I think Pano Vidra has the most cameras for the Players Championship, but it's definitely my favorite tournament. Hopefully we can avoid the weather like at the Players. We don't want the tournament getting jumbled up like that again. So hopefully we can stay away from some wicked weather and these guys going to finish on Sunday. Yeah, Hideki's the champ. He'll be hosting the dinner tomorrow on Wednesday, and then DJ won it in 2021 in the fall. Yep. And then, you know, Tiger, of course, back in 19, Patrick Reed, Sergio, Danny Willett back in 2016, Jordan Spieth, 2015. You say these names, think about the type of player you're looking at here, what uh, what jumps out for you here. And we know experience matters, um, but what else you got to – what else you got to do here at Augusta as you, as you start breaking it down? Great iron players. Um, you've got to have a hot putter. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't really, like you said, you have to avoid the mistake. Like when, when Tiger won, how Molinari hit the tree, you know, went in the water. Yep. Uh, when he just watched two other guys before him do the same exact thing. So, uh, you know, you, you want to know, like you said, like Rory said, like what, you want to know when to take those chances. So I think guys like Tiger, Jordan, they, they all know all of that. Um, I know Jordan's like blown lead still creeps into the back of his head. Um, so I think, you know, at Augusta, we're not really looking for a guy that's going to crank it off the, off the tee box, you know, like Patrick Reed. I mean, these guys aren't huge drivers, um, but you need to be a little accurate, um, you know, with your tee shots so you can set up the good angles to hit the greens. So I don't think, you know, it's not like a bomber's paradise, obviously, you know, we, we say Bryson said it should play like a par 67, a couple years ago. And then they just went out and straight up, like embarrassed him. So, um, so of course that's not going to let the, the player and, you know, beat it. Yeah. I mean, like, like, you know, Reed's not a bomber, although he had a really good driving week that week, you know, Jordan is not looked at as a bomber, although he's gotten, he has gotten longer this year. Um, Will, it's not a bomber. But then you have, you know, then you got guys like Tiger Wynn and you know, DJ, and that's just kind of a sign of a great course. Nicholas, of course, has, has done okay here as well in his yeah. past. So, you know, it kind of, you know, you can play it different ways, of course. Um, but it is a big ballpark, and, and iron play is huge. Managing just the uneven lies and different types of shots that you got to hit into these greens. It's, you know, a hook lie in managing that um, the collection areas, I think where to miss it. You hear players talking about that all the time. Mm -hmm. You hear players seeking out guys like Fred couples who goes to the areas where you have to miss it and shows them, look, you need to be practicing this shot on this, on this particular hole when the flag is here, because this is where you need to miss it. You can't be aggressive with that flag because if you miss it over there, you can't get it up and down. And, so they're just the, the strategy is so valuable here and yeah. players seeking out older players to play with. And, and it plays out with, if you know how to play the course, you can give up some age and length as we've seen Freddie and Bernhard do so well here. We saw Nicholas win 
at the age of 46. Um, so the experience certainly um, goes a long ways. And as we start to get into. You just have to avoid like the big number, you know, like yeah. it's not, you know, 25 under is not going to win this tournament. So you really just have to know, like, you know, you have to know when to take your medicine. You know, if you've got to lay up and get it close for a bogey putt, that's what you got to do. You just can't try to make the hero shot every time because the course will beat you. So, you know, it's not too low of a score is not going to win maybe 10, 12, 13 under. So you can afford to just, you know, take a few less chances the first couple of rounds. But with Augusta, we usually see the first round, somebody will shoot a 65. Yeah. Um, and then there'll be seven under after the first round. And then the winner will be 10 under. So, mm -hmm. um, yep. So you just got to stay away from those big numbers early because you have plenty of time to come back. Yeah, it'll probably be Paul Casey or Xander Schauffele. You know, they'll be, they'll be up there. And, and then when the, when the pressure hits and it's time to, to buck up and win, then, you know, that's when someone yeah. else usually goes past and, and wins as uh, Hideki did last year. Xander, you know, get, made a good push at him and wasn't able yeah. to catch him. And he blundered, you know, down the stretch like he often does when he's in the hunt. And of course, as we, as we look at the odds, you know, the books, they don't do any favors here, right? They're going <laughs> to, they're going to tighten up a little bit here to yeah. give you uh, of course, I mean, it's, it's, it's a great field. So you're going to have a lot of odds um, that are going to be in that 20 and underneath more so than any other tournament. And historically, I mean, this course, as we talked about, like it, you know, this, the who's who wins this, right? The big yeah. names, the Tiger Woods, who's won it five times, you know, they're going to win this. Mickelson's, he's got a few green jackets himself and Jack Nicholas and, and Gary Player and Arnold Palmer and DJ or Dustin Johnson. So it's the who's who that wins. So there's not going to be a ton of plays on the long shots, you know, yeah. to, to probably to go out and win this. Now, maybe a top 20 here and there, but that's the value of the experience. And I think of, the beauty of this golf course. So as we get into the odds and we start kind of giving some of the, the names that we're looking at, John Rahm once again is the favorite at nine to one. Um, he's played very well here. He's got a good track record. He's never won it. Scheffler comes in as the new number one. He's 12 to one JT 12 to one. Cameron Smith is at uh, right now 14 and then Dustin Johnson as 16. Are, are you ready to go to Rom and say, cause I know you love Rambo. I know you love him. Is, is this the week that he finally, you know, yeah. gets, he gets the short game and the putter going. Well, he switched back to his old putter. So, which I thought he should have just stayed with the, he should have never switched to begin with. Cause if you're rolling it well with your putter, like after you win the U S open, why are you changing your putter? I mean, the putter won you the U S open. So he's back to his old putter, which I prefer. Um, nine to one, it's kind of tough. I mean, it's kind of short odds right there. So mm -hmm. Rom's maybe the kind of guy where I'll, I'll, I'll either take for the first round leader or I'll wait till, you know, maybe he goes off later in the day on Tuesday. So somebody else gets in front and then his odds go to like plus 11, plus 1200, something like that. Um, you know, the odds are shorter for this tournament for most golfers because the field is smaller, obviously mm -hmm. 91 golfers if Tiger plays. And, you know, more than half of them make the cut. So this field's much smaller than, a, than an average PGA event. That's why the odds are going to be a bit shorter. 
Um, but I do think there's a lot of value across the board, especially from some of the middle tier guys. Some of the odds I don't really understand for this, you know, tournament. Um, like, how is Russell Henley a thirty-five to one, and Sam Burns is fifty to one? It doesn't really. Well, make Burns sense. is it's his first time. So yeah, I know, but it just talent-wise, yeah. I mean, you know, I'd take Sam Burns a hundred times out of a hundred over Russell Henley. Yeah. Um, so I, I think you know they do put a little too much. Uh, I think people put a little too much into the experience. I mean, if you're a great golfer, like you can play good anywhere. Um, one of the stats that does stick out to me is since 2016, the best under par at a ma- at major championships is Brooks Kepka, 94 under par. Yep. The second best is Dustin Johnson, 28 under. So Brooks is like almost 70 shots clear of the field for under par at majors since 2016. So I think there's some value in Brooks at 20 to one. Uh, we all know he's a gamer. Uh, he loves majors. And I feel like Morikawa at 20 to one also is kind of like a, a younger version of, of, of uh, Kepka. you know, like he shows up from when, when your money's on the line and when there's a major on the line, you won't feel bad back in Colin Morikawa because you know, he wants to win it. He's been in it. He's won it before. Um, so I think there's a lot of value to be had. Um, you know, I hope Rom wins. He just, he, he's just, he's doing, the short game has been and putting has been nowhere it, it near has. major championship material. Yeah. Um, and you know, he's a different I, player right now coming in with yeah. recent form than he has been in, you know, years past, but he's still the best ball striker in the world. So, yeah. and he's, you know, he's, he's bowed very well here. I mean, this is, this course is great for him. He hasn't finished outside of T nine in the last four attempts. So I mean, like there's a pretty good chance he's, he's going to be there. It's just, I, I at the end of the day, I think with Rom, he just needs to see the damn ball go in the hole. I mean, that's just, he's yeah. got to get some momentum yep. with his putter. And when he does, then I think he'll start to go again. I don't think we're quite ready to fully accept Scheffler as the number one player in the world. This is a guy that's finished inside the top 20. The two times he's played this course, it should be a good course for him. Although, you know, I think with Scheffler, you probably like, he he would probably prefer to see a little more of a premium on hitting the fairway, which with yeah. Augusta, you can spray it around a little bit and be a little erratic off the tee as we've seen from some of these guys that have won in the past. I don't particularly think Phil Mickelson's a very accurate driver. Tiger, historically later in his career wasn't a very accurate driver yeah. so and cameron smith who who has played very well here um and, and we're getting to is not a very accurate driver and he's finished second and Cam, cameron smith this is this is probably the craziest stat of the year he lost five strokes at the players off the tee and one his, his putter is just unconscious i mean it was like at the players anything that was 20 feet it's, or, or and he it's, just it's, it's automatic yeah. Um, so yeah, I like Cam nuts. Smith. Uh, Scotty Scheffler, he's won three out of his last five tournaments. So, I mean, the chances that he wins a fourth in like a month and a half is, we're talking like if he wins four tournaments in a month and a half, it's like you're up there with Tiger Woods in his prime. <laughs> right. So it's hard to see Scotty like at twelve to one, especially one like a month ago, you could get him for thirty to one. Um, so twelve to one, that's a little too short for me for Scotty. But he's playing so well, I wouldn't be shocked if he won. Yeah. It's 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 tough to see a twelve number by Scotty when you're used to seeing a thirty, and yeah. a thirty-five, and a forty. But this is the this is where Scotty Scheffler is 
in his career. I, you know, in, in, in the shorter odds, I'm going to take Justin Thomas. Um, I like it. Yeah. And I, I think Justin's ready again to, to win a major championship. And I think with the wind coming in, um, that's going to play into my decision-making. Things could get dirtied up a little bit um, with this tournament. You know, it's not going to be the azaleas blooming and the birds chirping and it's five mile an hour breeze with a, a drink with an umbrella in it. Like this is, yeah. this tournament probably is going to get dirtied up a little bit with the wind. And uh, so I start thinking, okay, who do I want to go to bat with, with that? And JT's the first that comes to mind. He got the short end of the stick at the players and was still there. I mean, he was playing through awful conditions. So I just feel like, I feel like JT's putter now is starting to come around and, and be at that point where when he starts filling it up and going, Justin Thomas is going to be there late on Sunday. So I'm, I'm ready for Justin Thomas, I think, to win another major championship. Um, Same with DJ. I mean, that's how I feel like DJ, DJ. Those are the two. Yep. I feel like DJ at the players. I feel like if he didn't get stuck with those crappy times to play, I think he could have won it. I mean, he hold out for Eagle on the final hole of the tournament. I think he finished nine under. I think he could have won the tournament if if he got you know the the, the you know the the playing times that like Cam Smith and stuff got. He played very well. And DJ was playing very well up to the break, the weather break. And then he just, you know, they came back from the break on the one Saturday and the wind was just like unbelievable. Um, you know, we saw like the first three tee shots on 17 go on the water there. Mm-hmm. And that, that was just pretty much it. Anybody who was going at that time was just pretty much it. When you see the first three players, the top three players in the world get up there on 17 and hit it into the water. Yep. You know that like people are, it's going to, it's going to be trouble. Um, even for the best golfer. So I, I thought DJ played himself, you know, very well there. And with match play, played very well also. So I think DJ can, can do some big things this weekend too. I think I think Dustin had a little trouble with his driver at the end of last year. There was something going on there. Now I think he's ironed it out. I think his driver is becoming a weapon again. I think his iron game is trending. And I don't worry about DJ's putter. I, I don't think DJ gets enough credit with his putter. And, and he's capable of going on a heater, too. I mean, he, he'll, he'll drop plus nine stroke scan putting yeah. on you like he did at the Tour Championship, plus six at the BMW. He was plus five and a half stroke scan putting at the players. I mean, so you give me, you give me that driver and where the irons are, and then you give me a plus five putting, I, I think DJ puts on another green jacket. I, I really do. So... Of the shorter odds, JT and and DJ are probably where I'm hanging my hat. I just can't get myself at this point in watching Xander to yeah. get him to the finish line to win. I just I feel like there's you know situation he's going to do enough to get there. Yeah, I'm comfortable playing Xander top twenty at minus one twenty five. I'm comfortable with that. Um, but I just I just I I just see him get smaller in bigger situations down the stretch. And I know he won the gold medal and I give him a lot of credit for that, but I don't know. Like I just, it's not there for me when the heat's on situationally, you've got to do this, this, and this to win this tournament. I'm, I'm picking, I'm picking a dozen guys over him. Yeah. That's how, that's how I feel too. Um, so, you know, I like, I like a lot of guys at the top, of course, um, but Xander, he's not one of them. Uh, Victor is not 
you know, Victor's irons and his putting right now is just not good enough for heading into Augusta. So, like Victor, I'll pass on Rory. Uh, Rory is the same story he's always been. He just can't put two rounds together, like back-to-back good rounds. I mean, he'll come out hot, and then he'll shoot a 74 the next day, um, seemingly all over the place. He can't control his driver uh, right now. So Rory is another guy that I do trust him a little more than Xander, obviously, because he's been there. Uh, Jordan Spieth coming off one of the worst putting performances of his career at the Valero. Three yep. putting from three putting from three feet. He looked like a seven-year-old at, at mini mini golf, you know? Um, so it's tough to I think Jordan's in his own head too much. Um, and he's got his though he did win it, he's won the Masters, yeah, but I think he's got that choke still in his head. You know, he'll never forget that. That's always gonna haunt him here. Um, so I think that's tough for him to overcome. Can't lay the Florida, you know, the Florida tour killed him. Uh, right there. We haven't heard anything from Patrick Cantlay this year at all. Well, you know, Cantlay's, I think he, he struggled with his iron game. I, I think he's kind of fighting his swing a little bit. Um, this seems like a good place for him where, you know, patient player, don't make the big mistake, just kind of keep, you know, keep plodding along. Um, but you look at, uh, let's see, Cantlay's, you know, 25. tournament history here is not is not what you might think it is. I mean, he missed the cut. I know last year I was trying to go. Yeah, so when DJ won, he was T17. He was T9 when Tiger won. Then he missed the cut in 18. So, um, you know, I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm not there with Cantley. I think in this next range of odds, I, you know, I think Hovland's coming. Um, I, I do think Hovland's coming. I think it feels a bit early right now at the, at, this particular time at, for, for a, a green jacket um, with the wind coming in and things getting a little bit dirty. I'm out on McElroy. Um, yeah. I, I don't think McElroy's the guy that's going to, that's going to win in those types of conditions. He's trying to get the grand slam. Morikawa seems to be a little, not quite there on all cylinders. Look in this middle range, Kepka is my favorite at 20. Um, but I would probably go Spieth over Cantlay over Zalatoris at 35 just yeah. when things get dirtied up. I I, I like it. I, I think, look, let the wind blow and let the creativity coming out. That's the other thing I was going to mention in the top is that when you think of this course, this course is not so much, look, A plus B equals C. You know, like you do this, this and the, like it's kind of, I don't know, like the artistic side to me matters here, you know, where no greens book, you know, kind of throw things out you're in the middle of the ocean, figure it out. Right. That's like, like, to me, yeah. like that mentality, that That's artistic mentality is huge here. So I, I, with the weather coming in, if it does get a little breezy, I know Spieth struggled with the putter last week. Uh, I'm okay with them. I'll, I'll bet, I'll, I'll bet Spieth in a top yeah. 20 here. And improvising. That's where Jordan does the best when he's right. not thinking about it, not in his mind. Like we saw when he won the British, when he hit a little over the, the Titleist truck, mm-hmm. um, when he's improvising, and just not overthinking, he, he does great. That's just the thing. He's just, he overthinks it. Um, is he the same golfer he was, like, with this new, like, rehearsal swing he does with the, I don't know, it's weird. He looks like me rehearsing his swing back there. Um, I think he just gets in his head a little bit too much. Um, so hopefully, you know, Augusta is a place where he knows he can have success, and hopefully he can just relax there, play his game. 
I seriously doubt Jordan Spieth's going to have back-to-back terrible putting weeks. Um, he got yeah. a little better, like, on Sunday with his putter. But still, I mean, the one round he just totally blew up on. So uh, he's just in his own head. And you know he's practiced a ton this week on these greens. That's probably the thing he practiced the most heading into this tournament. So at the end of the day, I mean, yeah, I mean, 20, 22 to 1 with Jordan Spieth. When you consider two years ago here, he'd probably be 8 to 1 to win, mm-hmm. 9 to 1 to win. I think 22, you're getting a, you know, a pretty good value. Because if there's one place Jordan Spieth's going to play better than everybody else, it's going to be the Masters. So um, I definitely, you know, will, I'll probably back Jordan Spieth at 22 to 1 because I do think there's some value there. Whereas, you know, like we said, there's not much value with Scotty Scheffler at 12 to 1. I think there's a lot of value on Jordan Spieth at 22 to 1. Yeah. So if you're going to take Jordan Spieth to, to win this at 22 to 1, that's also a guy that when he wins, he starts out hot. He could easily shoot a 65 here in the first round. So take, you know, a flyer on Jordan Spieth also to be the first round leader. Yep. Um, you can get that at a. Yep. I can, can get I can that definitely. at 30 uh, plus 3,000 right now. So 30 mm-hmm. to 1. I like so that. I, I definitely can back that. Um, but yeah, I mean, the other guys, you know, like like Rory and stuff, it's just tough to. Yeah. So, and well, Colin, Colin, Morikawa hasn't played much golf lately, so it's tough to. And Will Z, 35 to 1. That's going to be everybody's like picking Will Z. Oh, he did great last year. Yep. His putter was so hot. Well, guess what? His putter is never going to be like that again. So, um, for me, like Will Z is a pass. And then we start getting into the Henleys, who is probably the most second most overbet golfer this week besides Tiger Woods now down to 35 to 1 to win. Um, crazy. The same as Matsuyama. I mean, the, the defending champion has the same odds to win it as Tiger Woods. It's a little crazy. Um, Bryson, 45 to 1. Um, I think there's some value on Bryson, but I, it's tough to know where Bryson is right now. Um, I hit Bryson 11 to 1 to make an eagle last week in the first round. He hold out for eagle from the bunker. So Bryson, like, it's just tough to know where his game is right now. I do like Louis at 45 to one. You know, Louis going to show up. His iron game is among the best when it's going. And obviously we've seen him with the best putter on tour for most of last season. So Louis is a guy I can support. And then Sam Burns, although he's not experienced here, he's just so talented. 50 to one. Yeah. Uh, and this is a good course for him. Like this is, um, you start looking at, course fits and he'll play this for years to yeah. come this is a good setup for him you, you worry a little bit about burns around the green um but you know on these fast fast greens i you know look sign me up for burns in the south right and um and we know he's an excellent iron player really good driver of the ball he can move it right to left off the tee i, I you know i like i like burns here i i do i you know it's Look, I'll probably bet him to win, and I know that he's a first-timer here, and that's likely not going to happen. But at some point, I think that I do think in the way the game has gone, and the, you know, you look at these guys are ready to play coming out, and um, it's probably going to happen here in the next five to ten years. You would think a first-timer and the talent that these that these guys have um, coming in, 
in catching fire and winning one. Berger's a little surprising. You know, he hasn't played well here. You know, there, there hasn't been a top 20, I don't believe, yeah, um, for Daniel Berger. And, you know, he's at 40 to 1, and he checks a lot of boxes for whatever reason. Um, he just hasn't bowed well here. Certainly a lot there in the skill set. This range is just, I, I've kind of, I'm finding myself passing over the Will Zalators. Yeah, you, you're not. Betting on Will putting like that again seems very unlikely. We know he's a great ball striker. Um, I'm not going to bet him to win. I'm not betting Henley to win. I'm not going to bet Tiger to win. Hideki is withdrawing every week. This neck, this neck injury is serious. I mean, he's he's just yeah. he's not the same version of himself. I can't bet Berger. I can't bet Bryson to win right now. Bryson you know seems you know like a mess. Bet. I could bet Shane Lowry because I could see him just dirtying it up. Some just grinding yeah, his way to a, final, to a final round, you know, at 50, 50 to one. Yep. Um, I've already got it down. I got, I bet I got Lowry at 50. Another guy I can see also at 60 to one. I know he's not playing great. I mean, he just came off at 20. I think he got 23rd at the Valero. I mean, he did not play well at, at match play. Um, and his season hasn't been, you know, very good to say the least. Uh, Tony Finau, 2018, he got 10th year. 2019 5th, 2021 10th. I think Tony Finau at 60 to 1, because um, he's definitely capable of winning this tournament. If he gets hot, we've seen his iron play just as good as anybody. Yep. Um, so if Tony gets hot, I think at 60 to 1, like how do you pass on Tony Finau at 60 to 1? I agree. So I mean, well, I mean, plus 450 top 10. I mean, that's, I'll take that, you know. Plus four fifty top ten is is a bet that I will make. Um, it has not been a good year though for Tony. He has really his ball striking has been okay. Um, short game just been awful. Like yeah, was it's it's very similar. I mean, John Rahm's the better ball striker, but it's it's a lot of the same issues around the greens and and putting. Although he, at Valero, he finally did. Make a few putts. Yeah, I mean, look. This, I mean, if there's, if this is a good spot for for Fino, and and he is, it's it's played out that way with with a number of top tens. Um, the around the green game is nowhere near where it was, say back in you know early last year. Yeah, coming in when he finished tenth. It's it's funny how all of a sudden you're looking at six straight weeks where he's lost strokes around the green. Just it's interesting how that happens, right? All of a sudden you can't get the ball up and down like you used to. And you know, some of that obviously has been his uh, his putter hasn't been and that great and can go away. But look, his skill set says and his history says it's gonna get better, it's gonna come back to the mean, right? And if it does here and he's bombing his driver out there and his iron game's good, he's it's played out that way. If he doesn't sprain his ankle on Wednesday, yeah. you know, yeah. during the, uh, during the par three, let me ask you this here as we kind of work into these forties and fifties. Yeah. I, I, t- I said, Burns, I'll play top 20. I, I am going to play a, a win ticket on Lowry. I like the way he's, he's coming along right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think Adam Scott's pretty interesting as well at 55. I, 
I think Adam Scott is putting really well. Um, yeah, which is and rare. experience plays out here. Could Adam Scott get his second green jacket? I'll probably play him as a top 20. Um, I think Fitzpatrick's playing very good golf. I Here I am with Corey Connors again. No, Connors has played well here. You know, he, hey, look, Mike Weir won as a Canadian. Corey Connors wins the Masters, beating yeah. the bookie. He is dead to me. I mean, I had him as a max play last week, top 20. And he let a seven-hole stretch blow up his entire tournament. He played well on Sunday and shot a 67. He left every putt that he missed short. Um, he just let a momentary lapse of judgment on like a seven-hole stretch in the third round just destroy his entire tournament. So I'm kind of annoyed with Corey this week. So I can't stomach taking him back-to-back weeks after he lost the max play for me. Um, but, yeah, he definitely has the ability to win here. Um, look at Joaquin. Then we go to Joaquin Neiman, 65-1. to 1. I mean, That's a decent play, but uh, it's kind of they're begging for money right there with Neiman. Those odds are just begging you to bet him. Yep. Um, yeah, I can't play Neiman here. And, you know, you look at some of these odds, like, I'm not like a fan of his at all, but I'll take Sergio at 80 to one. Just because, like you said, it's like 10, 11, 12 under can win this tournament. Can Sergio shoot that here? Sure he can. If he gets hot, uh, he can be, you know, right there. Um, And one guy that I do not, like, I I usually don't play him ever, but I can see having a good week here. Um, He was playing well at the players in the first round, Tommy Fleetwood. I'm not like a fan of, yep. I mean, I'm not, not a big Tommy Fleetwood fan, but I think with the conditions with the, you know, I windy, agree. he plays well in windy conditions. So Tommy Fleetwood, 80 to one. I mean, I'll, I'll support that all day. Yeah, I agree. I like Fleetwood. That's probably as low as I'll go. Um, I mean, Rose is at 80, which he, he, for, he loves this place. Justin Rose. I mean, he has played, he has played exceptionally well at Augusta. Um, and Gary Woodland's playing good golf, yeah. and not the best place for him uh, at a hundred to one. I had Gary to win last week, and I think he played well enough to win. He just a couple little silly mistakes here and there. Um, I had a top he's, 20 he's, top he's definitely he's definitely coming along. I, I don't think yeah, this yeah. is the right spot for him, but who knows? I mean, two names on that list that have played good that need to step it up in major championships are Billy Horschel and Max Homa. Um, I think it's top of mind. I know it is for Billy, who is going to join the pod tomorrow um, from Augusta and give us some insight on some of the changes nice. and whatnot. So that's going to be cool to see Billy on the podcast talking about Augusta and just his time with Tiger. Um, and then uh, Joel Damon's going to come on after him, and that should be you know fun what, and interesting you know talking what I call to Joel. Billy? Huh? Billy is Billy. I call Billy the best dressed golfer on tour. <laughs> he is. He he's always he's always dressed to the nines with his shoes with the he's always got some swag you know so um well i like billy i mean you know he's one of my favorite golfers also and he's he's a he's a nice guy like on twitter like he'll yeah he'll reply to people on twitter and stuff very nice guy um so i like billy max homa you know he's one at riviera which is like similar to you know it's a course comparison for augusta um you know, when Max gets on fire, he plays just as good as anybody, pretty much. So I look for those guys that are capable of playing, like, lights out for a round and kind of keeping it together. Um, 
Justin Rose. never made the cut here. He hasn't, and you know Marshall, he's probably T thirty. Homa's getting more consistent though. Like the as he plays more and more tournaments, I feel like he's been getting more consistent this season with finishes. Um, see, you know who this guy is the most like frustrating golf forever. See, Wu Kim. I feel like if he could just like concentrate after he makes that bogey, like don't lose your train of thought for the next hole. Um, but I think Siwoo Kim, like, honestly, if Siwoo Kim won the Masters, I wouldn't be shocked at all. He's got he's the talent. Players. Yeah, he's got the talent to win this. He's just got to, like, mentally, like, stay. He's got to stay intact for these things. Mm-hmm. So there's there's a lot of guys that are, like, towards the end of the the odds board that, I mean, I can see. You know, look at Webb Simpson, 130 to 1. That's – Yeah. I mean, crazy. that's, like, I might have to put, like, a iced coffee on that or something because – when do you see Webb Simpson at 130 to one? So maybe he's a little, little more injured than I. Maybe that they're they're leading on. Um, that's kind of a unbelievable. Jason Kokrak 130 to one. Um, I mean, Webb's finished in the top 20 the last four times he's played here. Now you know, yeah. Obviously, he's a different different guy now coming off the injury. Is he 100? Um, percent But I mean, here's a guy that gives up some distance, but knows how to play the golf course. Um, and, that, and that's where I kind of go with Billy and, and Max. It's, you know, there's guys that are, don't hit it that far and, and, but have figured out how to play Augusta and those two haven't yet. So it'd yeah. be fun to catch up with them. All right. So, so some of my picks here as we, you know, I've got JT, I've got DJ, I like Brooks, um, you know, and you start getting some odds. I'll probably go Lowry Connors and Scott. I mean, those are, you know, in, in the, 50 to one range, Lowry, Connors, 55, Adam Scott, 55. And then of course your, your three chalk, you got, what are your couple free plays for the. I mean, uh, you know, as far as winners, I'll, I'll be taking Cam Smith, DJ Brooks is probably my favorite play. Okay. Of those guys in the 20 to one range. I love Rom. He's my favorite golfer, but nine to one, I'm just not going to bet it. Uh, you got to wait that one out. You got to weather too much. Um, yeah through four rounds for that. So take that. I'll take a speed um, just because he's also one of my favorites. Um, you know, then we go down the leaderboard. Um, look at Tigers back up to 40. Um, I'll, I'll take Louis. Um, I'll take a little bit on Shane. I probably will pass on Burns just because of, like you said, the experience. I'll take Tony at 60 to one. Um, maybe a little, little tiny bit of Sergio. A little tiny bit of Tommy Fleetwood. Um, and then I do like – he's playing really good golf right now. You know, I know his good friends with his brother. Tom Hoagie, 200 to 1. Mm-hmm. He's playing well. His irons have been great. His putter has been great. Tom Hoagie, 200 to 1. Like, if we sat here next next week and uh, we said, hey, Tom Hoagie, you're 2022 Masters champion. Like, there's – like, Danny Willett – would surprise me a lot more than Tom Hoagie just because yep. of his recent form coming in top 10 FedEx standings coming in playing very well. I know it's like, you know, like the experience thing and stuff like that, but sometimes guys just play well and they're, they're playing well coming in there and they just, they maintain it. So 200 to one, I would gladly take a, take a shot at that. Um, you know, there's a lot of value towards the end, but uh, what we see like, one of these golfers like towards the like towards the back like i'm not going to take taylor gooch because he doesn't even know that you can't wear shorts to augusta um did you see that this week 
Um, so yeah, t- uh, th- there's a, there's guys that like, I wouldn't bet. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of guys to back this week, which, you know, makes it fun. Cause yeah, I mean, there's just so many guys who can win. Like, look at, he's playing terribly right now, but Lee Westwood 200 to one. Yep. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I, Westwood is. Francesco I think Molinari. there's some, there's some things on the minds of some players. Westwood certainly has been very vocal about the Saudi league and those things. And he's, he's certainly not the same player he was this time last year. All right. Top twenties. I've got, um, I, I threw cam Smith in there. Minus one sixty five. Xander minus one twenty five. Burns plus one fifty. Finau plus one eighty. Um, those were, those were some of my top twenties. Um, to this point, I mean, I, you know, maybe you throw Tiger in there at plus 150 just to have some fun with. Um, but, uh, you know, look, I, I, gosh, Tiger in the hunt on Sunday? Come on. And play. Yeah, I mean, those ratings would be unbelievable. 14 months. Come on. Really? Um, so, yeah, some T20s for me. I'll take Jordan. I'll take Brooks. Um, I'll take uh, Louis plus 130. Uh, I feel like Tyrrell Hatton could grind his way to a top 20 finish here. Or he could probably be in a top 10 and just commit a few errors and still finish top 20. Shane Lowry, Adam Scott, like another guy plus 160, uh, top 20. Um, yep. Patrick Reed, I would never bet right now. Uh, no. His, his Can't game hit never, out of a shadow. His, his game has never been worse, but. I wish I could bet Tiger not top 20 for like minus 200. And I would take that all day <laughs> plus 150. I mean, that's, that's unbelievable. But just, I mean, he's got the same odds as Sam Burns. He's come, he like almost lost his leg in a car accident last year. So it's just wild to think, uh, you know, the, the respect for him that bookmakers have is just incredible. Um, so yeah, those are, I like Justin Thomas, you know, top 20, but he's minus 200. Rom, minus 220. Um, DeChambeau, top 20 is, like, interesting. He's plus 130 to make the top 20. But he was minus 180 to make the cut. So it's like you can just bet him to make the cut. You're, you're basically betting him to get the top 50. Right. Um, whereas opposed to the top 20 is only plus 130. So right. take to make the cut all day because then you don't have to worry about the weekend. But can can Bryson make the cut here? It's like mm, I can't say for sure that he could. So uh, there's a there's definitely a lot of good options. Um, top twenty, Francesco Molinari, six uh, plus six hundred. I mean, he, he's he played he's playing a little better this season than he was last season. You know, he missed a few months last year with all the COVID stuff. He couldn't come to the United States, I believe. Um. So I think there's a little bit of value there. Um, Bryson but, minus six point two at the Valero T degree. Farmers minus three point one T degree. Century minus two point seven T degree. I mean, I watched watched them all. He's he's going backwards right now. I mean, he's he is. Bryson is spiraling right now the other way. I mean, it's it's we're just kind of starting to see it, and um, you know, he shouldn't even be playing this week. The doctors told him not to play, and he's playing. Yeah. I don't know. It, it just a lot of um, lot of moving parts there. All right. So there's some 
there's some names, some, think to, some things to think about here. I felt good. I've historically have, have done well at, at Augusta with, you know, there's certain week, like the match play, I'm awful, awful. Like I can't, I'm, I'm just, I can't even sniff it with the match play. Um, yeah. Last way, last week at the Valero, things didn't break my way on the weekend. Um, so it wasn't a great week, but historically this week and next, the RBC, I seem to, yeah, we've done well at. So I'm Look, excited match, with, um, with these plays. Justin Thomas is going to win. Look, match play is a fake tournament to me. That's just, I, didn't, I didn't do a package for match play. I mean, for match play, because yeah. it's, like a, it's a fake, it's, it's not a real tournament. Like, imagine you're just sitting down watching golf for the first time, and the match play is the first thing that you watch. You have no <laughs> idea what's going on. Match play, I just, you, yeah. Uh, I mean, and I had guys, I only played one round, and three of my guys blew like a three. They're up three with like four left, and they lose. Yeah. Um, so, match play, just stay away from that tournament, really. The Valero, I had Fratelli. I thought Fratelli was going to you know, make some moves on, on Sunday. And we saw JJ spawn. I mean, the guy just, yep. the, you know, the Valero was like, I said the fourth round, the final round was probably the worst all around round I've seen from golfers in the chase. You know, they just, nobody right. played well. JJ spawn just played better than everybody. You just did enough. He, Yep. He did, yeah. He just did enough. He didn't. When well, he bought like double bogey the first hole, you know, and then he came back from that. So, yeah, there just there wasn't anybody. The Sunday golf in general, like the women's major, and then that was just like there wasn't yeah. much happening that was going to go up and make it exciting. So, well, hopefully this week, be nice to see the the big names, you know, jumbled up. Tiger make the cut. Um, no Phil, of course, but ninety one guys are there. Uh, they're out JT. there. Some things to think about. You got JT to win, right? The Masters. Yeah, I mean, I think JT wins. Um, I hope Connors wins or Lowry, but, um, you know, I think I think JT's bubbling. He's poised. We he, This happens with him in his game. Like, it looks like he's ready again. So, I think he's, um, I think he's, I think he's going to, I think it's going to happen. So, all right, beating the bookie. You're the man. See you next Thank week. You.